My name is Raven, professional wrestling superstar, former world heavyweight champion, and I want you to choose your four. This is the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, and I want you to choose your four. Hello, pro wrestling Rushmore. This is Lanny Poppo, formerly the genius of WWE. Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley. Yes, it is, and I want you to choose your four. Pro Wrestling Rushmore. It's Pro Wrestling's Rushmore. This is Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Quote the Raven, nevermore. Hello humanoids, this is Ian from Squared Circle History, and I want you to choose your four, it's Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Welcome to the only podcast that chooses a topic and allows you, the listener, to decide who ends up on our ultimate Mount Rushmore at the end of the episode. And our topic this episode is the Mount Rushmore of Heel Turns. Joining me is my co-host, the often imitated but never duplicated Brian! With a tear in my eye, Ian. <laughs> you ready for this episode? It feels like deja vu. <laughs> it's been a while, but... We've it, tried, it's... we've failed, we've tried, we've failed, and we're trying now, and we're keeping our fingers crossed that this is this is going to be it. It better be. We're delivering this episode that we've been trying so hard to deliver, and we're still going to get to that ECW episode. We will, we will. First and foremost, Brian, are you wearing a wrestling shirt? I am, and we have to iron out some kinks for that ECW episode. We do, we do, but we will. We will iron, we will steam, we will steam clean, we will figure it all out and deliver a great episode. Now back to my shirt, Ian. Yes. RVD 420 shirt, old school ECW, the I Just Smoked Your Ass t-shirt. Absolutely, that's a classic. I wear that one often. It's a reprint. Yeah, mine's a reprint too. I thought you meant my shirt was a... Like, my literal shirt was a classic. Oh, it is? No, it's a reprint. (laughs) (laughs) What? I see your game here, Brian. (laughs) I've got my Briscoe Brothers shirt on. Top 5, Dead or Alive. And Jay and Mark Briscoe. Well, Jay Briscoe. R.I.P. I love how you have to like look upside down at your shirt every time you describe your shirt. It's very strange. That's why I don't really get too many tattoos on my chest because they'll always be upside down to me. You have to like stretch your tit out. Like, <laughs> see, you got one on your chest or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's weird. But yeah, R.I.P. Jay Briscoe. Yeah, man, that's big loss. Crazy. I've been going to see those guys ever since literally they started their careers. Oh, I know. You only sent me the same video like eight times. <laughs> Hey, hey, you gotta watch this. Look, look, he gets suplexed on, onto, like, my Hello Kitty freaking backpack. It was not my bag. It was your bag. It was not. She was your bag. <laughs> well, I can't deny that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, 
R.I.P. Lanny Poffo. Very Lanny. unfortunate. Very unfortunate. We uh, he he contributed to our intro from Ecuador. Yeah. And I will I will add that video message that he uh, did for us. The whole thing. The whole thing. Okay. Paul Lanny. Didn't he have, like, uh, five maids out there or something? Just they did. Five women? I was living my best life in Ecuador. You must fit the criteria. 18 to 21. No older. No younger. You sound as if Lanny Poffle has a really bad cold. Maybe I do. That's awful. You sound like more like Hannibal, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a terrible Lanny Poffle. Well, see you, Lady Papa. Good, good. No, I don't. I mean, do you want to see me suck my own dick? <laughs> it's not just a rumor. <laughs> Let's begin construction on the Mount Rushmore of heel turns. You think he was like that flexible, or it was just that big? Because dude, I can only go down so far. I've tried. I can only go down so far. So like, if it was gargantuan, like yeah. I'd probably be able to do it. it, it <laughs> I, I think you'd need a little bit of length and a little bit of flexibility to make that happen. Good. Imagine, like, walking in <laughs> into a locker room. How do you explain yourself? <laughs> I just wanted to know. Don't do it. <laughs> That's as if Hannibal was doing a Lanny Poffer impression. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, let's begin the construction of the uh, heel Rushmore. He'll turns. <laughs> All right, so the honorable mentions, these are the the ones that only got one vote. We have Prince Devitt forms the Bullet Club. We have Roman Reigns turns on the fans. And we have Ole Anderson turns on Dusty Rhodes. What's this Roman Reigns turns on the fans? Is this, like, his latest heel turn? Well, I mean, it was... I don't remember, like, what he did to turn on the fans. He got a promo on the fans. I think it was, like, the night after WrestleMania or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. And the fans were uh, were booing him, and he called them out for okay. booing him for so long. Because he was being shoved down our throats? Yeah. It, it, it's so crazy, because he still is, but it's different now. It is different. It's a lot different now. Because he embraced the, the being the heel. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Did wonders for him. And Paul, Paul Heyman's doing wonders. Oh, yeah, that certainly didn't hurt things. <clears throat> Phenomenal. So we have nine heel turns that got two votes apiece. Okay, let's hear them. So the first one we're going to talk about here, two votes voted on by Tiger Bomb and Purple Haze. It's Larry Zabisco turns on Bruno San Martino. Blech. 1980. Nope. Larry Zbysko was the protege of Bruno and uh, wanted to really test himself, so he challenged his mentor to a match, and Bruno was very reluctant about it. Larry, why? Why, Larry? Larry, you you have a promising career here, Larry. But Larry said, no, I I want the match. And then during the match, Larry just beats the hell out of him. Like, it's not like a scientific match. He just beats him up. Go easy, Larry, Larry. Harris, just an, an exhibition here, Larry. He just takes a chair to wax him off. Larry, we don't do that, Larry. That's what he was saying. I would assume. <laughs> and then, you know, it led to their big steel cage match in Shakespeare. 
Was that, that the same show Hogan uh, wrestled Andre on? Yes. It was. Yes, it was. Okay. Yep. That was a big card. Big card. And Hogan slammed Andre on out. Yes, he did. Kamala slammed Andre, too, at some point. And Harley Race. <laughs> Kamala slammed Harley Race. No, he slammed Andre. Oh. <laughs> Might have slammed Kamala, too. I don't know. Didn't look into that. Is that gas or soda? <laughs> that was the gas from my soda. <laughs> Actually, my sparkling water. It's sparkling water. Yep. Oh. Strawberry kiwi. Bougie Brian. Yeah, well, you know. What's the brand? It's like fucking BJ's or something. <laughs> Lady Pop over here. I don't know, dude. I love the way it sparkles. <laughs> As voted on by Pro Storm and Suplex Sam, Dean Ambrose turns on Seth Rollins. Dean Ambrose turns on Seth Rollins. It was in Providence. It was the night that... Roman Reigns announced that he had leukemia. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were there. We were there, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Ambrose and Rollins win the tag team titles in the main event. And then Ambrose turns on Rollins. Out of nowhere. They just won the belts. But, like, I don't know. I don't like it because Seth Rollins turned on them first. He did. And we will talk about that one. But it's still a heel turn. And it was still impactful, and it definitely came out of nowhere. How was it impactful? Well, think about it. The three of them in the opening segment are the the shield. Oh, because the the leukemia thing and all that stuff. And then by the main event, he turns back. Yeah. All right, I can see that. But, I mean, you just can't trust someone to turn that back on you first. True. True. It's all a matter of perspective, I guess. Yeah. They blurred the lines, not me. You blur something. <laughs> Pro Storm and Ringmaster. They've, are you okay? I had to cough. Oh, it was it from your sparkling water? We're going to lose yes, a sponsor because it makes you yeah. choke? <laughs> You're not trying the landing trick, are you? <laughs> I mean, if you did, it sounds like you succeeded, so good for you. <laughs> and if I were, I'd charge you. <laughs> Bret Hart turns on America. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, seriously. All right, that, you, you, you consider that? that good? Yeah, yeah we'll just. Do you, you consider, consider that, that good? A good heel turn? There's, There's so many other. It like, led to an awesome storyline. Led to an awesome storyline. So that that's like that that would be you know the long term effects of it. That's why it would be a good heel turn. But getting fired and told <laughs> you being told that. You, you can't, can't honor your contract? contract? Well, no, before that. The, the whole Canada versus the USA thing. No, man. No, you you don't think that was no, good? No, not as far as, like, top four All right. of heel turns. Who cares? It's pretty hot, dude. It doesn't, like, nothing right. he does is impactful. Oh, okay, all right. This is the, the whole Bret Hart hate thing. No. When he, he was actually, he was pretty nice. He was pretty kind. Even to you. <laughs> I really don't. I don't at all. Like, I don't know. You're right? I can't stand that, man. <laughs> Take a sip of your water. <laughs> Paulish is an extreme dragon. They vote for Kevin Steen turns on El Generico. How many times? <laughs> well, this was which which time? time? Was it the time in NXT? No, this was, was the Ring of Honor Ring one. Ring of Honor one where you got slammed into your Hello Kitty backpack? No, no. Nobody turned in that one. No, I mean, this was Final Battle 2009. Uh, they had just lost the tag team titles to the Young Bucks. 
Kevin Steen was out there thanking everybody that helped him along the way, all this and all that, and then he gets to Al Generico and he just kicks him in the nuts and then gives him a really stiff chair shot over the head. And that ended their big tag team run. When are we going to realize we can't trust Kevin Owens? I know. I know. Like, seriously. It's all documented. It's all there. He, he turns on everybody. He does. That's, That's why I don't even consider it impactful, impactful when he does it because it just happens all the time. It's going to happen again. <laughs> what, it's not? Probably, we're going to get Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, 75 at like yeah. next year's WrestleMania. Probably. Probably. No shit. <laughs> Extreme Dragon and Wrestle War. They give votes for Chris Jericho turns on Shawn Michaels. 2008. Oh, the highlight reel. Saying why he was his idol and all that stuff, and throws him into the Jeritron. Yeah, did he slap his wife? That was a couple months later. So it wasn't a heel turn. It was just adding two. No, you're right. It wasn't part of that heel turn. He didn't slap her. He punched her. Uh, yeah, he I'm punched about, her yeah, in the face during that feud, right? Man, that that's <laughs> that was that was dedication feud. right there. Steve and Daryl in Georgia. They give us votes for the Rock joins the corporation. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Would you stub your toe? All right. Steel toes. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah, The Rock uh, joined the corporation. Survivor Series 98. I don't really remember it. <laughs> I really don't. It was the Deadly Game Tournament. Oh, that stupid event. Yeah, and it came down to the finals. The Rock. Deadly Game! Yeah, that one, right? Rock versus Mankind. We all think that Mankind's the, the chosen champion of the corporation. But it's actually The Rock. Yes. And he had just turned babyface, and everybody everybody loved him. Remember Survivor Series gang rules? That was the worst Survivor that Series was the ever. Survivor Series prior, where Brett got screwed. Oh, that was the best one ever. <laughs> no, that wasn't gang rules, was it? Yeah. In, in Montreal? Yeah, Montreal. That was Montreal a... screw job. Damn, I didn't know it was that one, though. But yeah. That was a shitty event. Except till the end. It's a one match show. So yeah, Deadly Games. Oh yes, so Rock, Mankind, the finals, and Rock joins Vince and Shane, and he's the new champion. Yeah, it's, that's another thing that sucks too has gotten played out was Vince always turning people and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, well, he was the boss. Yeah, all right. He could do whatever he could to fight Stone Cold. And then he teams up with Stone Cold. Stupid. Stupid. (laughs) Adam84 and Pat are the superstar. Give us votes for Sergeant Slaughter turns on America. That was good. I didn't mind that because uh, that was like real. That was real heat, man. Yeah. You know, the Iraq, the Desert Storm Iraq wall was going on. Oh shit, there was going like water. Uh, (laughs) That would have really sucked. Now, does it sparkle after it, like. Falls out. I don't know. I never poured sparkling water on myself. You want to try? No. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? It's for science. <laughs> uh, Sergeant Slaughter turns on America. Yeah. That was a good one. The all-American hero who left the WWF to sign a contract with Hasbro and G.I. Joe to be the American hero. When, when that runs its course, he comes back to WWF in 1991 or 1990, 
and Vince makes him do exactly what he left the company for in the first place. He does that to everybody. All right, I got this great idea. You're turning your back on America. That's what. I had no choice. the American flag? No. He didn't. He did not burn the American flag. He burned a poster of Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. and he burned a Hulk Hogan like tank top, but never burned the American flag. I feel like this is the Mandela effect. I was because, just going to say, it's definitely the Mandela effect, because I don't think they went that far. Now, I do remember somebody that we know and love saying, actually, if you want to get some real heat, what you really need to do is burn the American flag. It's legal now. Right. Jesse. They, they didn't do that. Jesse Ventura, right? Jesse Ventura, right. yeah. I was burning a flag the other day in my backyard with Terry Tyrell and Jay. <laughs> Not the American flag, though. Sure, it's legal. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Why not? That's pretty good, but it's not carrying cross good. <laughs> carrying cross is the best. Just your tour impression. He does, and I like if I close my eyes and they both spoke, I wouldn't be able to tell which one was which. I don't think. It's like <laughs> that dude good. on Discovery Channel doing Macho Man. What's his name? The Dan dude, Soder. Dan Soder. Yeah. yeah. How about when uh, Hogan did a better Andre than you the other day? Oh on, my God, that was on A and E. That was really good. No snake. <laughs> So much better, oh, and no, and he didn't do the face. <laughs> we'll get to him later. So JD and Daryl and Georgia give us votes for Owen turns on Brett. Yes. Yes. You're, that's you're why. Okay with that's why. That's why I kicked your leg out of your leg, Brett. You're yeah. so damn selfish. <laughs> I assume that's the turn they meant, and not the Survivor Series one. Whatever. I don't care. Anytime anyone turns on Brett, it's the best day of my life. <laughs> You're so damn selfish. Make me walk in your shadow. I'll kick your leg out of your leg. That was pretty good. Led to a great feud. Yeah, it was the best. Impactful. We kind of saw it coming. And I was there when he turned on him. As was I. It was a great moment. I know. There. Against the Quebecers. Yes. Yes. Referee stopped the match because Brett was too damn selfish. He was too damn selfish. <laughs> I want to tag him in. Owen could have won that match. To a great match at WrestleMania 10. We're in the WrestleMania season here. So. Yeah, did you hear that? You know, Owen only went over because Brett didn't have the strength to kick out. He really didn't really want to put him over. No. No. Did you hear him say that? I did not. Big bitch. <laughs> well, me and Brett. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> we're not ordering you pizza. Alright, so now we're up to the turns that got three votes apiece. So Scorpion 87, WrestleWar, Paulicious, they vote for CM Punk turns on Ring of Honor. All right. So we're in 2005, everybody knows, everybody knows CM Punk has just signed a contract with WWE and he's having, he's fighting the Ring of Honor champion Austin Aries and everybody thinks it's Punk's last match in the company. Punk wins the title and gives a passionate promo, everybody loves him, all this stuff, but then he turns on the fans and turns on the company. I don't remember it at all. And it leads to, like, 
couple months of him still in Ring of Honor as the heel champion, saying that he's going to bring the belt with him to WWE. Oh, same thing he did with uh, the belt in WWE when he says going to bring it back to Ring of Honor. They even <laughs> called it the Summer of Punk. Right. Uh, it, was, it was the same thing. No same, shit. Same thing, but when Punk did it in Ring of Honor, he was a heel, and when he did it in WWE, he was a babyface. Right. I did like that though when uh, they did that with the Cena thing. Yeah, that was Money really the bank. good. That was a uh, that was pretty good. That was already twelve years ago. It's crazy. <laughs> Time flies. That's insane, Time dude. Time freaking flies. So I was like, what, twenty eight? You were twenty eight. I must have been. Yeah. It's almost math. That. <laughs> That's great. I suck at math. <laughs> I impress myself sometimes though. Like That's right good. then, I'm, I'm impressed right now. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> Tiger Bomb, Ringmaster, Suplex Sam, they all vote for Kevin Owens turns on Chris Jericho. Because he turns on everybody. I just told you. <laughs> Kevin Owens will probably be on this list another two times. Oh, when he turned on Sami Zayn in NXT. Oh, when he turned on El Generico in uh, Final Battle 18. Like, you remember the Festival of Friendship? Yes, I do. I have I have the little setup from uh, Ringside Collectibles. Yeah. Yeah. I just sold mine recently. Did you? How much did you get for it? Uh, well, I sold it in a lot, so. But, I don't know what the whole lot got. <laughs> what else did you, did you sell with it? A lot. <laughs> I know what a lot is. No, but there was a lot in the lot. <laughs> I got so you. It would take a lot I got you. I, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I got a decent amount of money, though. Yeah, but this is what you got just for that one piece. No, no, it doesn't tell you that. That was a good turn when he turned on Jericho, though. Wasn't like, it? Everyone knew it was coming. Yeah, everybody did. But, but we that's what I'm talking about, right? Like, you know it's coming, the build-up's there, and you can't wait for it. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is the, the thrill of it all, the thrill of knowing that it's going to happen, it's going to happen. That's kind of what we experienced with Sami Zayn just exactly. now. That's exactly what we experienced. Which was actually a babyface turn, not right. a heel turn. But it was masterfully done. It was. One of the best storylines ever. I actually think they kind of rushed it a little bit. Yeah, I wish they dragged it out like yeah. to WrestleMania. Even like WrestleMania Night 1 or something. Some, or SummerSlam. Well, that's that's pretty far. Yeah, but you don't see it. That's a thing. Like it's even Because you feel like it's going to culminate at WrestleMania, right? This yeah. is going to be the big... And then you don't. And then it's yeah. like, well, maybe they're right. not going to do it at all. Alright. Yeah. Get the trust of the fans. Yes. Okay. He's, he's established. He's going to stay. Stay there. Alright. Next one here. Three votes. From Mikey from the Streets, Dragon Rana, My Boy Benny, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff turns on Hulk Hogan. Great. Awesome, huh? That was, dude, it really was. Because, like, the, you thought, like, that was, they were, like, really good friends and the all that, you know, yeah. Bobby Heenan challenges Paul Orndorff to get a tag team partner to face King Kong Bundy and Big John Studd. And uh, Paul Orndorff wants to get Hulk Hogan. He tries to call Hulk Hogan, but is told that Hogan's training, he's too busy. And then he tries to get him to come on the show, and Hogan again is too busy. But then he says, I signed up as a match, we're going to fight the Samoans. I think it was the Samoans. <laughs> anyway, they have a match. Uh, 
it goes well, but Orndorff kind of steals the spotlight at the end. And Hogan didn't like that. It didn't work for him, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it was? It doesn't work for me, brother. That's probably what happened. But uh, then they, they have that match. They they fight Bundy and, uh, and Stud. And Hogan bounces off the ropes and knocks Orndorff off the apron. And uh, Orndorff comes in and gives him a pile driver. And now he's with Heenan. And that gave us the greatest match in wrestling history. Yes. Saturday Night Main Event, Steel Cage match yes. for the tie. For the tie? For the tie. What do you mean for the tie? They, they both tied. When Hogan went oh, out oh, at the oh, same oh, time okay. as... Okay. And you never seen that before. Yeah, no, that was pretty innovative. <clears throat> that was pretty innovative. Don't you think I meant? I had no idea what you meant. Like, what is he talking about? A tie? Did somebody choke somebody with a tie? No, no one won. It was all. a draw. I'm sorry, it was a draw. A draw. A, oh, okay. It was. It was. It, you're right. It was a tie, but it just in the context, it, it wasn't working for me, brother. Oh, my apologies. <laughs> Shep from Shepland, Wrestle War, and Suplex Sam give us votes for Tommaso Champa turns on Johnny Gargano. I uh, don't hate it. Chicago. It's almost like NXT has the best heel turns. They really do. Right? Triple H knows how to make those turns work. He does. He does. He knows what he's doing. He's no slouch. No, I guess not. Guy's pretty much brought running the company right now. <laughs> sure is. But that was um because they were they're real friends. You know that. Yeah. They're real friends in real life. They just lost the tag team titles to the authors of pain. Right. The show is going off the air and Champa just turns on Gargano on the ramp. How many times has he turned on Gargano? Like two or three, right? Two or three, I think, yeah. Well, at what same point? Thing. It's like it's like Owens and Sammy, right? Yeah. But at what point do you stop trusting somebody in real life? No, no. <laughs> it, it, like really? Like, like you could turn on me, one. you could turn on me once, and I'm like, all right, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> After the next turn, it's like, all right, well, clearly this isn't working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get you. Like how many times? Really? How many times has what's his face turned on Sammy Zayn, Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens. Yeah, a lot. How like, many? A handful of times. At least five, yeah. probably eight. Closer to ten. <laughs> it's happened a lot. I know. <laughs> Next, we have Ringmaster Suplex Sam and Shep from Shepland give us votes for Seth Rollins turns on the Shield. That was big. That was. Big. I didn't see it coming because they had no. just wrestled uh, Evolution the night before, right? Night before. Pay per view, which yeah. was, which was a great match, actually. Awesome. Awesome. Very underrated match. Yeah, I think so too. And they fought everywhere. Yep. Yep, that was a good one. That was a classic match, actually. And you thought, like, all right, so they beat Evolution. No, nothing funny's going to happen. Yeah. But as soon as I saw, like, him go behind them. And he grabbed the chair. And I was like, oh, what the, what is happening? You know what I mean? It really did come out of nowhere, yeah. Yeah. Because they were, they're in the middle of a promo with the authority who they were just feuding with. And how good was Triple H in that too? And he was like, uh, "He's like, there's always a Plan B." Plan B. So good, man. Yeah. Yep. No, that was good, and it led to a pretty great run overall for Seth Rollins. All of them, really. Well, yeah. I mean, especially Roman Reigns, obviously. Yeah. I mean, Ambrose bounced back. If you like that kind of stuff that he does in AEW, which he does love, and whatever, do what you do what you love. 
he just got uh, the Wrestling Observer Wrestler of the Year award. Oh no! Dean Ambrose did. Uh, well, John Moxley. Did he really? He did. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. And Roman Reigns got number two. I was gonna say, where the hell was Roman Reigns? Yeah, number two. <sighs> That's terrible. Yeah. But whatever. Because those are all like AEW marks that buy that magazine. True. People like you. I no, I, I've never subscribed to the Wrestling Observer. The only thing you've never done is not go to this past AEW event. <laughs> I haven't been to a few of them. I'm going to. The you next go one. to all of them that come around, don't you? You've been to like every single one of them. No, no. Yes, you have. No, I have. Which one have you missed? I've missed a few. I didn't go to the last one. How many times have they been around? At least like five. And I didn't go the first time they went. Yes, you, you were outside camping for tickets. Oh, no. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> I doubt it. Because didn't you and Pat go to the first one? Pat, didn't you guys oh, go to the first one? the second one? Stop shaking your head. Say something. <laughs> Pat is still a mute. <laughs> but only when the red light is on. Blue light. Blue light? You got blue light? Yeah, yeah. What do you have, a red light? There's a red light on the computer. No, look. No, I, I definitely see the blue light. I know you're not lying about that. I have used that microphone before. Oh, it's different microphones. Yes. I see. But whose mic is on? Dude, man, we better not have another <laughs> echo. Be if we have another echo, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Hunter Scott, Daryl and Georgia, Mike the Wolverine, they all vote for... Triple H turns on Shawn Michaels. Which one was that? Um, leading into SummerSlam 2002. Shawn Michaels has his comeback match. Okay. He beats him up in the parking lot. Yes. Well, actually, no, it was two turns, actually. Because the first time, they reformed DX. That's what I'm asking. And Triple H turned on him, yeah. And then, the next one was, like, weeks later, Shawn right. Michaels gets badly beaten up in the parking lot and then security footage ends up revealing that it's Triple H that right. turns on so he turned twice shame on you Shawn Michaels yeah you I mean, should have seen that coming you can't see it too good ah the eye eye <laughs> <laughs> eye in <laughs> so this next one is interesting I, I really really want to hear your opinion on that. you want to hear about a bad poker face like someone's I used to play cards with a guy that had a bad eye. Oh, okay. So, like, you know, playing poker, and he'd be, like, looking at you, but, like, also looking to the right, so you never knew what if he was, like, actually bluffing or not. That's the best poker face ever. You could never read that, man. Because you never knew where he was looking. Yeah, that's true. That's true, huh? Wow, that's, that's a good thing to get. I would hate to play cards with Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I really would. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just go off of these Fine. tangents. That's, that, no, that's good. I have a thought in my head and I have to, like, speak on it, like, right away. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, let me speak on it. <laughs> Go ahead. Stevie P, JD, and Pat R, the superstar, give votes for Vince McMahon turns on Bret Hart. When he, what? Montreal? Yeah. I think Bret Hart turned on the WWE. <laughs> Vince McMahon did what was right for his company. That's not a heel turn. Okay. That's actually being a face to the people in your locker room. Well, certainly wasn't to the people in Canada. Who cares about the people in Canada? I mean, hey, really. <sighs> I mean, you, do you really think he was, like, being a heel there? It's tough. It's hard to say because he, he, I guess you could say he was turning heel in real life. 
in real life. The man told him to take a better deal in WCW. Yes. Okay. Yes, he did. So if he was any kind of a man, he re- he'd restructure his contract if he really wanted to stay with McMahon yeah. and get paid less. That's not what happened. It's not. You know why? Because he was useless to McMahon. <laughs> he was done with him. And good for him. I wouldn't have paid that guy $25. Not even to paint your fence? No. Definitely not to paint my fence. <clears throat> okay, moving on here. Dragon Rana, my boy Benny, Purple Haze, the Freebirds turn on Kerry Von Eric. That's really good. That is a really good one. That's and after I had seen it, I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised I didn't get more votes, actually. Yeah, I did. Well, I wouldn't even have thought about it, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, the Freebirds. Michael Hayes is the referee for the match between Kerry Von Erich and Ric Flair inside the cage. And Michael Hayes takes out Ric Flair and gives Kerry the opportunity. There you go. Win the title. And Kerry says, no, I'm not going to win the title like that. Too prideful, those those Von Erich boys. I know, I know. So what happens? They slam the cage door on Kerry's face. And now the Freebirds have turned heel and they feud with the Von Erichs. For their legendary rivalry. It's all it took to set them off, huh? That's it. We gave it to you, Daddy. We gave it to you, dude. dude what a dude. good stable. What a good stable, dude. The, the free, both of those, though. Yeah. The Freebirds and the Von Erics. Yep. What yep. a feud. Great feud. Great feud. Alright, so the, the last turn here that got three votes. Adam84, JD, and Bobby on the beat. Paul Bearer turns on The Undertaker. Ooh, I was just asked about that earlier, because who would have ever saw that coming? You're not getting my iron! <laughs> oh, no! Undertaker! <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, yes! Murderer! <laughs> Paul Bearer turns on The Undertaker, whacks him over the head with the urn, and joins mankind. But didn't you know it was coming, like, when he... Wouldn't give the Undertaker the urn right away. Oh, right away, yeah. So it was like, yeah. well, what is he? What? What's like happening like, here? We're still in shock. Like, like yeah. Why? Yeah. What's going on here? So, but then, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, right then, you're like anticipating it. Is it gonna happen? You know what I mean? It's great psychology. That's pretty good. That was a good turn. Yeah, well, I wish there was still psychology like that. Yeah. I guess that room reigns. There is now, yeah. It came back. But, like there was like a 10, 15 year window where it was just like what. But did you hear that the almost Lesnar match is a McMahon idea? I did hear that, yeah. Shane, I mean, uh, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. So it's like That'd now is he was, was actually a Shane McMahon idea. Well, just saying though, but like, imagine like that's gonna be your match. It's like Undertaker, Giant Gonzalez, all over again. It's awful. It's awful, dude. Like, why but is it's he for the moment? It's for the moment of Lesnar hitting the F5. And if he can't hit the F5, then it's for nothing. But is he, like, blind, that blind to see that it's working without him? Like, why does he have to come and interject and say, all right, you know, I want this match? It's doing fine without you. Yeah. You could have given Lesnar to Lashley again, and yeah, it would have been better than that. they didn't, but maybe they're going to do that in Saudi Arabia. Again? They've didn't they just... Saudi show coming up. But didn't they do that in Saudi Arabia already? Yeah. They did, right? They did. Oh, dude. I think that was like match one in the rivalry. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But 
Yeah, they are adamant on that. Do you think he's happy? He he didn't want to wrestle Bray Wyatt, I heard. Didn't want to wrestle Bray Wyatt. I think it was supposed to be Brock and Austin. And then when Austin said he wasn't going to do a match... Right. Now what? Oh, shit. That would have been bad for Austin, though. To come back against Lesnar at this point in his career? Again! You know? It's exactly what Vince wanted him to do before he left all those years ago. Maybe like 21 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Now here we go again. Alright, you gonna do another match? Brock Lesnar. (laughs) Oh, you trying to kill me? (laughs) Seriously, like... He's he's got a surgically repaired neck. Doesn't wrestle for so long. Now he comes back and you're you're gonna give him the most ruthless person on the roster. Like, come on. (laughs) Please give him the Miz or something. (laughs) Somebody you know he's not gonna get injured. Uh, Jeez. We're going to put you in there with a live bear. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus a live bear. Think of the money. Imagine Austin trying to stun a bear. What? What am I going to do? Put honey on my shoulder? What? He's wrestling with his flip-flops and, uh, you know, that picture of like, him holding groceries. <laughs> Like, oh, we don't want you to address that Stone Cold. We want you to address that Steve. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you ask me to wrestle a bear? He's throwing a flip flop at it. The bitch just swatting it, dude. To be honest, why are we talking about Austin? I forgot. I have no idea. <laughs> well, next year, with four votes, Adam 84, Mike the Wolverine. Bobby on the beat, Danny Love, Austin turns on the rock and joins Vince McMahon. Yeah, dude. Man, you never saw that coming. Nobody guessed that. Oh, that was huge. It was huge, yeah. That's like up there with Hogan NWO. Yeah. In terms of how like big that was. Because Austin was the hero then. Yeah. Of the Attitude Era. Yeah, he, he was, was in Texas. The anti-hero, I should say, yeah. right? The biggest anti-hero of all. In Texas... Time. Man, yep. if anything, you thought McMahon was there to help The Rock. Yeah. And it was like a legendary match at the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Mm-hmm. And Austin turns. I don't know. I didn't like it at the time. I don't like it now. Yeah, I don't like it now either. It just stinks. I don't think he should have. And if he did, even if he did, wins a title, then stuns Vince. Yes. Beautiful. Fixes everything. Beautiful. Fixes yeah, you're right. Everything. You're 100%, 100% Vince correct. And everybody's like, oh, all right, he's still a hero. Right. Like, okay, fine. He, he, you he took an opportunity. Vince. You took exactly. an opportunity. Yes. DTA, also, son. <laughs> you would have done it anyway. And yes, DTA. That's what he says going off to right. end the show. Yeah, man, that would have been so much better. Would have been perfect. We should do a rebook show. I'd love to. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd have to like really get on track. This is like the only format I actually know. As we <laughs> as we found out. Yes. <laughs> if we next time we try anything different, we're gonna need a whiteboard. <laughs> Visually organize everything. Like a brainstorming thing. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. All right. All right. So now here we are. We're at the Mount Rushmore here. We've Already. The top four here. Yeah. 
That went really fast. Well, what can I say? How long's it been? Forty-one minutes so far. All right. It's... We're getting there. <laughs> We're getting there. So with five votes here, Scorpion eighty-seven, Mikey from the streets, Dragon Rana, my boy Benny, Purple Haze, Andre turns on Hogan. <sighs> Definitely, man. You listen to me. You listen to me, Hulk Hogan. You'll never give a thumbs up. You twist me like a jabroni. Why is his hand going limp now when he does the face <laughs> and the voice? <laughs> yeah, you like you go. You came out going like this. I'm channeling the spirit of Andre. Is hey, that what he did? He went. He went limp wrist every time he spoke. <laughs> what the hell is that? The blood block me, I am gonna watch you. I, that's the first time I know you doing that. Now I'm gonna uh, keep on looking for it. Stop it! Look like you broke your wrist. I got <laughs> <laughs> He's hiding his wrist on the side of the couch now. <laughs> I still know you're doing I it. <laughs> I still know you're doing it. Oh, Hogan! Listen to me. Looking like he broke his wrist. Uh, yeah, that was a great heel turn. Legendary, legendary. Especially point. when he uh, like snatched Hogan's chain off his chest, yeah. and Piper going, "You're bleeding." You're bleeding, Mister Hogan. He's like, "Oh, brother, oh, Andre, why? Yes." <laughs> yeah, that was a great moment. Very emotional. What do you mean, man? What do you mean, brother? Why are you with him, brother? What's that smell? Andre <laughs> Doogie. That's what's me, Mr. Hogan. I ripped my pants. It's with all the wine. And you, did you notice in that that Andre has stains all over his shirt? <laughs> like two giant stains. I thought they were sweat, sweat stains. Very odd sweat stains. Though. What do you think? It's like grease or something from like well, a I turkey? Oh, it's wine. I think he was oh, just chugging bottles of wine. I will not go out there. It looks like I had a case of wine. I will it all right now. Oh. Bobby Keen is rushing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we're going to go. No, we're on my time. This is my time right now. I will go out when I really make one wait. Oh boy. Does an elephant cooperate in the circus? No. Little giant will not cooperate in the WWF. Imagine how fast he's moving his wrist inside of that couch right now. He's probably like this, dude. Well, what's happening is I'm trying to keep my wrist still so my feet are flapping. Like, it has to, like the energy has to get out somewhere. Oh. Uh, man. the you get all double chin too. Like yeah, you I, have to, I have to touch my chin to my chest to get that that deep sound. You look like an asshole when you do that. <laughs> I can't help it. I get the voice. <laughs> I was thinking of an impression earlier, and I I wish I remember what it was, but I noticed that I had, I was doing the same thing because you got to get that deep. Oh, get deep. You just do voice sound by yourself. Well, I gotta know if I can do it. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do an impression if I know I can't do it. Well, I guess I, if I did the landing one, but I mean, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I mean, I don't sit at home, like, doing impressions to myself. What? <laughs> like, I don't sit at home doing voices. 
Well, no, see if I, I can do that. an idea ever come into your head and you're like, oh, I wonder. No. So then I gotta figure out, well, can I do that? And I, I'll do an impression. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably wonder, like, can I do that voice? But I probably won't try it out loud. Well, then how will you know whether or not you can do it? I'll just think in my head that I can do it. You're just gonna let it stew all that time? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> because There's in my head... In my head, I never failed. It's <laughs> not a bad way of looking at it. <laughs> I've never failed if I haven't tried. <laughs> That's totally George Costanza right there. <laughs> That's pretty good. It all makes sense now, Brian. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so six votes here. It's not a lie if I believe it. There you go. The Costanza motto. It's a man's there! <laughs> I asked you if you had a lighter earlier. You got a four sitting right there in the package. Oh, well, that's where I keep them then. Oh, I forgot where they were. He's like, yeah, he's like, I got one. It's right there. <laughs> it's this big... Giant camper lighter. This... Don't even work. You don't know how to work it. Oh, there it is. I'm going to burn your microphone. Yeah, don't light in here. Flammable <laughs> objects. So six votes here. Hunter Scott, Extreme Dragon, Dragon Run, a Ringmaster, my boy Benny, and Paulicious. Randy Savage turns on Hulk Hogan. Saturday night main event. Yes. One of the most famous and probably one of the most viewed heel turns in wrestling. Because Hogan had lust in his eyes for Elizabeth. Yes. Or so Savage says. He must have if Savage Hogan said it. Denies it. Of course he Actually, did. Hogan, <laughs> Savage blamed Elizabeth for the whole thing. <laughs> I wouldn't just like. Would you let this happen? (laughs) That Jezebel. Would you let Hulk Hogan think of you like that? (laughs) I wouldn't like threw her by her arm. Tossed her her aside. Isn't that the one where Beefcake came into her earlier? Some shit. Well, well, yeah. Like Savage was getting ready to smash Hogan with the belt, and then Beefcake runs in, grabs the belt from him. Right. Then the officials rush in. But didn't Beefcake get there too early or something? That's Wasn't it like say, an outtake? It seems like he got there at the right time. Yeah, you were thinking. I think he got there a little too late, though. Oh, it was late. I think it's too late. Oh. Because Savage is kind of standing there for a minute. <laughs> Who the fuck are you, Beefcake? <laughs> supposed to be here. We're live, pal. You're a professional. <laughs> Why'd you cut Lanny's hair and not tell me? <laughs> He didn't like that at all. What did you do with Lanny's hair? I want to know right now, where did you put Lanny's hair? He has an album. <laughs> he's got an album of every single person's hair he's cut. I'm going to sniff it. I got to know it's my brother, it's my brother. I got to know what you're doing with this hair. It's like, uh, did you ever watch Dexter? Yes. He puts him in like, you know, little glass, like one strand of hair and a little glass thing. Oh, that way he can go back for his victims. Wow, I was expecting like at least like a lock of hair, not like one. Like one strand, whatever. So something you could see with like a microscope. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. Are you want a whole lock in there? What? You want a whole lock of hair in in like in that? From my story, yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's one man's opinion. <laughs> like leaping Lanny's, he goes goes through his collection. Yeah. Just pulls out. This is Lanny's. L. L for Lanny. Leapin' Lanny. <laughs> Not P for Papo. Or G for Genius. <laughs> Whose hair was it? Oh, man. All right, we've gone too far with that one. So, we only have two left, and I'm pretty sure you know what they are. Is it... One of them got 12 votes, and one of them got 13 votes. Hogan NWO got 13. Yes, it did. Damn right. So, 12 votes. Shawn Michaels turns on Marty Jannetty. Ooh, what a classic. Marty Jannetty tries to escape through the window. 
Unreal. In an act of cowardism. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> he don't need Janetti. Classic. Like, when I think he'll turn, like, that's the first one I think of. Right. That, whew, that I Well, crazy. first first one I think of is Hogan joining NWO. All right, well, now we know that. And no one's half the battle. <laughs> but yes, the number one here is Hogan turns on WCW. Forms the new world order of wrestling, brother. This Un- is disgusting. It was unreal. It was. It was a moment in time. I remember my father. I was watching that. You know, my father ordered it. He's like, as soon as he saw Hogan come down, he goes, "He's gonna, he's gonna turn on him." And I was like, "No, get out of here, dude." My father was a Bobby Heenan. And then Heenan said it, and I was like, "Oh no, yeah. <laughs> he really is." The, they edit that line out in the WWE. Yeah, I know. Now they do. Isn't that crazy? <clears throat> Why, though? I mean, it's such a piece of history. It is. It is. They should have two versions, then. Edited and unedited. Yeah. Easy for you to say. Edited. edited. <laughs> I'm tongue-tied. So, <laughs> that's it. That's our Mount Rushmore. So, Hogan turns on WCW. Shawn Michaels turns on Marty Jannetty. Randy Savage turns on Hulk Hogan. Andre the Giant turns on Hulk Hogan. Three out of four are Hulk Hogan here. It's crazy. That's <laughs> how much of an impact this guy had. That is wrestling right there. Turn and heel or just being turned on. So at this point... <laughs> you make him sound like a doorknob. <laughs> what was your Mount Rushmore for this? Not buying Hogan NWO, yep. obviously. Yep. Uh, Andre turns on Hogan because that's just classic. Yeah. Paul Bearer turning on The Undertaker. Okay. Dude, like. It was big. Love that. That was uh, a big moment. And then Savage turned on Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. Hogan WC Hogan turns on WCW's mine. Michaels turns on Janetti's mine. Um, Savage Hogan. Andre. Yeah. So mine is actually the Mount Rushmore. Right. Yeah. Those are my favorites. So yeah, were there any that you were surprised didn't get mentioned? Uh, there wasn't that Adrian Street Jerry Lawler one. Who was that? Turned on Lawler. Austin Idol. Austin Idol. Austin Idol. Yeah. A lot of people from Memphis probably would put on there. Yeah, I'm sure that would be a Jim Cornette favorite. Right. Um, but nobody, nobody voted for it on here. Very surprised. Jim Cornette insists upon himself, doesn't he? Sometimes. Sometimes yeah, that guy's a pain in the ass. I don't like. I don't mind listening to his podcasts. Yeah, they're cool. Like I like hearing them, and yeah, he's got like an unlimited amount of knowledge of wrestling. He does, man. It's crazy. But man, he's just like such a bitch sometimes. He does have very strong opinions. That's and for sure. Brian Last, like just a yes man, kissing his ass the whole show. And there was there was an instance recently where he, he flip flopped on something. Like one episode he had a st- like one stance on something, and then by the next episode he was completely on the other side of it. Yeah, because Jim Cornette probably cried to him and said, "If you don't agree with me, <laughs> I can't do the show with you, Brian." <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine how many times? <laughs> He's probably like, "Oh, all right, Jim." <laughs> Get to the fucking show because I have fucking deer coming to my fucking house. Kick a window out and I can have somebody put a new window in and they knocked out the door and they can have somebody done, somebody done here with the door and then somebody else with the plumbers. I can't do the show today. 
So the next episode. Could you imagine doing work if you were a contractor? Yeah. Could you imagine doing work in Jim Cornette's house? I. No. No. It just seems way too demanding. Yeah. It seems like you would get a lot of money for the job, but God, is it worth it? No. Fuck no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, Jeez, I don't know, man. (laughs) I don't know. I might have to pass. Yeah. About the most minor things. The, uh, yep. <laughs> you know I mean? It doesn't take much to uh, set him off. No, no, like n- not much at all. Not much at all. He so how many friends? If you think about it, <laughs> like how many people will say Jim Cornette's a really good friend of mine? Uh, I <clears throat> like. Someone would say Jim Cornette is a really good friend of mine. They probably say Jim Cornette's a friend. Yeah. Jim Cornette's an acquaintance. But yeah. I don't think he has like any real friends. I hope he never hears this. <laughs> His dog Harley. Yeah, but it's not a person. You know what I mean? <laughs> the I next, really, I really do hope he never hears this because I will get. If he can't, he doesn't probably doesn't care enough to even bother. But I'm just yeah. saying. He would annihilate me. <laughs> I don't know. He might like some of your stances on some things, though. Well, not about him. <laughs> he wouldn't give me a chance. He wouldn't, like, listen to my other shit. He wouldn't care. But, yeah, he would annihilate me. Verbally? He, I would be verbally assaulted. Verbally assaulted, yes. Absolutely. Okay, so the next time we do this... Oh, face turns. We're going to do the Mount Rushmore baby face turns. I don't think there's enough there. But we'll see. Oh, well, we could also do the Mount Rushmore of debuts. Debuts? Yeah, like... Guys, like, starting. Like their first appearance, oh. you know? Alright, I guess... Now, are you give me a choice here? Yeah, which one do you want to do? Well, I know you want to do the face turns, so we'll just do the face turns. Okay, and then we'll do the other one after that. It's decided. So the next episode is the Mount Rushmore of babyface turns. I don't think there's enough there, but we'll find out, man. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, I, I said it again. You'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> so you can find us on Instagram, square.circle.history. You can support us on YouTube, Squared Circle History. And you can go on to Pro Wrestling Tees, and you can find us at... Pro Wrestling Rushmore. You can also find Squared Circle History shirts there too. But uh, yeah, we're out there. We're we're out there. Oh, we're out there. <laughs> <laughs> right out there. So for Brian. All right, it's been funny in another one in the books. Yes, yes, it's and over. Maybe one day we'll surprise them with the uh, the ECW show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll happen at some point. That'll happen at some point. Maybe. So this is Ian saying. Good night. Hello, Pro Wrestling Rushmore. This is Lanny Poppo, formerly the genius of WWE. And I want to say hello to Ian Mello, Brian, and Sarah. And you want to know who is on my personal Rushmore of favorite opponents? I'll give you four names right off the top of my head. Number one, first and foremost, the immortal Hulk Hogan. Number two, Terry Funk. Number three, Bob Orton Jr. 
And number four, I'll have to think about that. Let it be Harley Race. Because each of these men actually went out of their way to make the genius look good. And I appreciate that more than you can ever know. Especially when I think back on the fact that I am going to be 66 December 28th. It means a lot to me that these men came into my life and made the genius look good. And uh, of course Hulk Hogan did something even more special. And the genius was victorious against the mighty Hulkster and the World Wrestling Federation fell. For a billion Hulkamaniacs who live and die for Hogan saw the genius was triumphant at the bell. They saw their hulking hero as he wallowed in self-pity like the victim of a somewhat heinous crime. And now he has a partner even stupider than he is so I'm sure he'll be the loser one more time. Mr. Perfect, Mr. Perfect, you're the man who's never wrong. Can you prophesize what we're about to do? By the power of the genius and the world's smartest man, I'll rely on my incredible IQ. Thank you, Ian Mello, and good luck with your pro wrestling Rushmore podcast. Hello, Brian, Sarah, and Ian. Good luck to you. God bless. Thank you.